Hey everybody, welcome on in to the podcast. Morning. Hi guys. Hi. Hey, uh, how are you guys doing this week? <laughs> Good man. How are, <laughs> you? how are you doing? Amazing. Amazing. Um, hi chat. What up? Uh, so today we're going to be diving into a new, like a kind of like a new dive, I guess. Uh, we started diving into the analytics on Twitch we felt like we could talk about the view sources at least to start and maybe we can expand further as we go along um mm. and if you don't know what we're talking about uh i'm gonna show it on jamie's face first <laughs> so jamie's face is gonna go away but like what we're talking about is like you can see like your views on your platform and so like your platform views for your channel and maybe like how you might go about like reading this and what it means to you so we'll just kind of like go through it and have a discussion. Sounds good. Yeah, because I don't really, <clears throat> and before you, uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit this week and you showed me this. I barely looked at this, like every once in a while, but I never really broke it down. I don't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. broke it down, took things into account. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting and something that came up during our podcast last night when I was talking with Jay Mitch, who came over from Mixer, uh, and the conversation led over to how much we as Twitch streamers take having all these analytics available to us for granted. Right. Because on other services, they don't have analytics that are anywhere near as complete as what Twitch gives us, and they don't have anywhere near as, as good a breakdown as Twitch gives us. And right. I, a lot of us, myself included, I'm as guilty of it as everybody else. We don't pay probably as much attention to the analytics as we should be right down to like, like, you know, who are you streaming? Like, like, who do you share community with? Which is a really big deal, by the way, you know, yeah. who do you share community with? What, you know, what are your outside sources? Like, like, you know, who, it, it, which kind of helps you know, like who you need to, be talking to out beyond the walls of Twitch kind of thing. There's you, a lot to it. You can learn like what your demographic is currently. Mm -hmm. And then you can scope your content a little bit to maybe target them better or even just have better discussions that are more relevant to your viewer base. Mm -hmm. It's just like understanding that whole, the whole like data side of things is, it's something that's even still new to me that I still try to like break down and, Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, one of the first things that like comes to mind for me is when I look at it and I see views from other channels, like that's just a good way to know where some of the same people in your communities are hanging out. And like, mm -hmm. you can go to those channels and hang out with them when those people are live. And like that creates, you know, more of a bond, just hanging out with them rather than being the streamer. You're like being a part of the crowd with them. Yeah. Type of thing. Actually, yeah. here's an interesting fact, but like, I have more relevance with Jamie than I do with you. And I think that's because Jamie has me hosted. Like we often, he'll often raid me, but we all, I almost ne never get raided by you because we're mm. like, just the time zone that you always fall in, right? You're always right. in the mm -hmm. evening and I'm almost never in the evening. Right. So I would always raid into you as, and I bet you I would be higher up on your list as opposed to where you are on my list. Yep. Yep. Oh, you are. It, it's really well, yeah. you're, you're up there for me you're like in the top three so right mm -hmm. jamie's number one probably because of the friday swaps 
<laughs> oh, true. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense, what, right? <laughs> and that's what I was thinking too, because you're Spoo, you're number one on mine also. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, in terms of shared community and all that. So yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of you know, like like the two of you are at the top of my list, and I would expect that because right. of how the three of us work together. Right. You know, as as you know, as part of the studio, but. Um, there are some other, like, there are some other streamers on mine. I'm looking at it right now that are, that are super, super close. And the thing is, is that you look over and some of these will surprise you, you know, is, you know, in terms of like, oh, so I share a lot of community with these individuals and it's really important. It's, it's really important that you keep an eye on that because you, there's, there's perception and then there's reality. In terms of where you, you know, who you think you're gelling with or who, like who you share community with and all that, like, like you two, I would expect, but then you get into, and this actually doesn't surprise me either. Like third on my list is Ms. Dope Sauce, Mm. considering we did mid-season tournament together and all that, and we share the whole plur thing now and all that, not surprising, but then it's Head Snap and Sleepy Pan that we share community with, which also kind of makes sense because I kind of pick up sometimes as their streams are ending or maybe they're, you know, maybe we're sharing and streaming at the same time kind of thing. So yeah, but it's, it's a really interesting to see how that goes through. I wish, I wish that section gave you a better breakdown. What? I was saying something, but I was muted. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, What are you saying? What are you doing? Uh, don't don't worry about it. It's good because standard yeah. could keep talking. I was gonna interrupt him. It sounded like so. Yeah, yeah. No, but I what's just, I was just asking uh, about like it's got it's got to do with a lot of raids and hosts too, and like you know we all kind of raid and host each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a natural as as we've learned with the community, there is a very natural progression. Like people have their streamers they go to. And I'm just talking U.S. time for right now or North American time, but they have the streamers they're hanging with in the morning, streamers they'll hang out with in the afternoon, and then streamers that they'll hang out with in the evening and and some even into the night. So there's that carryover, and it's very interesting to see, again, like when you look at that, like where are they coming from when they're coming to you? And I would I wish there was a way that we could see where they go after. Oh, when they leave. When they leave, yeah, yeah. I well, mean, you would, would know be, if would you be... rated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know exactly own, where they're going. I know it's <laughs> not where we take them. Like, like. <laughs> but it's a very like. There's that interest. But again, it gives you an idea of maybe you know again like like where you should be looking, who you should who you should be looking to. Like like they are. You have to remember that these that these streamers that you share viewers with, they're basically you're sharing community. There's everybody's part of that community. So yeah, you have relevant viewership between everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, if you if you haven't already worked with those people, then that's like a, a sign that you could reach out because you have so much meshing with them already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think an interesting topic in the view section is is your views from outside of Twitch. And I think it could be something that you can kind of gauge how relevant you are outside of Twitch. And I think it's a really cool tool that you can you can actually break down. So like, obviously the out, there's in the outside of Twitch category, there's the multi-streaming sites, and I always have mm-hmm. those. They're always up there in the top uh, for mm-hmm. that category, 
which is always the smallest category out of, out of all my views. Mm -hmm. um, but within that, you can also break down and see like, I get views from my YouTube now, which I properly pointed a couple days ago. I properly set up all those settings and like from twitch.tv and Facebook and Twitter. And that's from like all our posts. And if, if you wanted to like build up some of that relevancy, you can work on those channels and have more input coming into your Twitch. And I think that's just, it's such a great way to like kind of gauge how your other platforms are doing and how relevant they are to your Twitch. Yeah. I was going to say, how do they like measure that from, from like YouTube? You said you set something up. Yeah. So like on YouTube, I have links on the page that link to our Twitch. Oh, so if they like click from YouTube and go to. Yeah. So if they're coming yeah, from yeah. anything, youtube.com slash spoo or whatever, right. right. It would know that you're, they're coming from over there. So you, there, there could be communities that have a very high, actually a YouTuber who's coming to Twitch, I bet would have a high views from outside Twitch because they're, they're driving all their traffic in saying like, yo, come watch me on my stream. I'm streaming now. Mm -hmm. And I think like, that's, it's so, it's so good to know those kinds of things. Mm. <clears throat> Something that when looking at the like views by source page, like when you look at the detail, Something very interesting when you and I talked about it the other day that I, I want to take a second and, and, and point out to all of our fellow streamers out there. You know how we keep talking about, um, and now I'm now I'm, I'm going to end up doing a video on this because, you know, length of the timers and how important it is to keep your mobile viewers in mind and all that. Over the last 30 days, like we always talk about it being about a 50-50 split. It's actually now more than half of my viewers are on mobile. I was just looking at that too. 57%. So 30, yeah, let's see, 40 for through me. Android and 17% through iOS. And only 34% is through the web, through PC. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, so. I did not think it was that much. Yeah. People watch yeah, on mobile, man. Like it's so easy to watch on mobile, right? And a yeah. lot of people don't have PCs, like full, full set of PCs, right? Right. right. Well, and not, not to mention, like, especially over, over summer months, like the convenience of it. You pull out your phone or your tablet and especially people working and stuff that have yeah. like break time or whatever oh yeah yep absolutely yeah i was just trying to show it over jamie's face like these are the views by platform for our channel so like you could see like exactly where your viewership is like from and you can gauge your content accordingly yeah I mean, it's it's that's why it's easy to say like fifty percent of your viewers on mobile, and I, I believe that as we go forward, it'll continue to grow on mobile devices. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. easier to watch, right? And as the internet becomes more unlimited on mobile, because that's pretty new around here in Canada. Like, mm -hmm. I think that was like a year or two ago they they implemented that where you could get unlimited data on your mobile device. Mm -hmm. So that's. That's huge. As that comes out, it won't be a fear to go to twitch.tv and watch a stream on your mobile device, right? Yeah. We'll be like, yeah. oh my God, I'm not going to get a $1,000 bill in the mail. <laughs> How is the app these days just in general? Like, I don't use it a lot. <clears throat> like, because if, if Twitch sees, like, that so many people are, are on, you know, the app or on their phones watching, you'd think that would be something that they'd want to work on a lot. Yeah. Well, they, do. Like they do. They do. But very slowly, right? I just don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't like interact with Twitch, uh, mobile at oh, all, okay. really. So, okay. yeah, they they updated. They've 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 been making updates. I think the 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 delays are getting better. They're still not perfect. 
Um, and then they also added like you can sub on both mobile devices now. As it, like remember like a year or two ago, it was like you can't sub on on iOS, but you could sub on an Android. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, oh man. You need like a link put in chat that you could click on or something. So if you think about that, and fifty percent actually, my iOS <clears throat> crowd is eleven percent of my viewership. So a year mm -hmm. ago, 11% of my viewership wouldn't have been able to sub. And so like, as Twitch continues to work yeah. on these things, you know, like I feel like sometimes they work a lot like us where they just kind of like move through their, their services and try to update them as best as they can with the manpower that they have. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, have you, have you been surprised by in any like i really haven't admittedly myself but have you been surprised by like your country breakdown like uh, how like like where like where all your viewers are i was uh, the one thing that did kind of catch my attention is less than 50 percent of my viewership is in the united states yeah where i'm based which i thought was really interesting to see like like actually number two for me is the united is the uk which i kind of knew i kind of knew they would be the next ones because I talked to an awful lot of people from the UK in my streams, but yeah. Germany's my second for some Germany's reason. your second. Yeah. <clears throat> I have 50% USA and I thought it would be actually, I don't know what I thought that would be less, yeah. maybe more. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's right on the nose. <laughs> Seems right. But yeah, then I have UK and Germany next Canada. Yeah. That's the same. That's the same exact order as mine, Spoo. Mm. U.S., U.K., Germany, Canada, and then France surprised me. So France mm. is number five. So, but I think part of that too is the times I stream because I stream what you what you know U.S. time. It's like three p.m. Eastern, so yeah. I can still pick up like a, especially like evening and night. I pick up a lot, you know, a lot of people across the Atlantic. So right, yeah. Mostly Europe, when you start going UK. later, you start getting their mornings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, remember, guys, if you guys want to ask questions, we have the Ask a Question uh, Redemption, and then it'll come up in the list, and we can uh, address them one at a time. Um, so, like, it doesn't seem like a lot of view. Like, they're this is over 30 days and it says views from channels and views from outside Twitch, you know, but it doesn't seem like it's a lot of views from those things from outside of Twitch. Compared to like views by location and platform, I'm just trying to understand that. And views from Twitch, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to remember that you've got people who. Oh, are, so your uh... views by location and views by platform is total. That's all your views. When you mm -hmm. look at the when you look at views on Twitch channels, and outside of Twitch, that's the top broken down. Gotcha. But wait, the top what? So like that's why you see the different numbers that's why you're seeing different amounts mm -hmm. oh right so it's okay. like broken down your total views like where uh like where people are coming from but you can see like how much your followers to impact your viewership right like what's your view your follower follower um percentage 52 52 yeah so like that's it is powerful to get followers. That's why it's good. But it, it's important that those followers are relevant to your, to you, what you do, right? If yeah. you, if you, yeah. for example, pay for followers, that percentage would be way down because that wouldn't be relevant followings. 
or if you're in like a follow yeah. for follow community and that's why it's that's why we always say it's not that good you might be going up in followers but you're getting people that aren't really interested in your content yeah yeah indeed indeed um regarding the energy just there's a command in chat uh and i'm sure one of the guys will explain it during community day energy what is what is one goal in your life that you want to complete with marbles that's a deep question are you um, talking to me as like the dev or are you just talking about each of us like as a stream, mean, Jamie that's... was talking about it last night on his podcast. Just to reach a thousand marbles was like an end, like an end game goal, kind of. And that's yeah. something I've thought about too. Like it'd just be great, like to one day be like, filled the race. That'd be amazing. It's good. No one else is allowed in. <laughs> yeah, if I get Let's if break. I get a thousand marbles in a race, finally, I'm spiking the ball in the end zone. It's like <laughs> you know, just find me, baby. It's it really that's that, and it that's a fun. It's one of my fun goals. Is I want to have a thousand marbles in a race. Yeah, for sure. At some point. And I've always, like, ever since marbles began and I got this obsession over it, I've always just, my goal was just to teach people. Because that's what you do in this game is, like, you, you have to teach people how to play it and what and everything involved. And not I feel like it's a very small percentage of people that, that become obsessed and look into everything in marbles. It's based around, you know, the community teaching each other how to play yeah. it and what's going on and how to use camera controls and things like that. So that's always just been like a, a goal, not really an end goal at all until we have 8 billion marblers in the world. <laughs> I think for me, it's a little bit different. I guess you guys are seeing it from the racing standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. I Obviously, I would... My, my achievement with marbles is like, I just want to continue making and trying to create the best stream interactive game possible for everybody to use and, and the best engagement like mm -hmm. from the game. Like I want the game to continue driving viewership and helping streamers get to where they want to be. I think that's like one of the biggest things for me is like, as we continue making more games, that's always going to be the goal is like, not just to satisfy my needs, but to satisfy the stream the, the streamers' needs with their communities. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's part of that, that's that's part of what always keeps bringing this all back full circle right. too. Is you know it, it's you know it's like like why are you such a community or or what makes marbles different or what sets marbles apart? Well, that's what sets it apart is top down. We're doing all kinds of of crazy community outreach and and you know we're, we're setting up things now where you know where we can you know hang with other marble streamers we've got we've got you know multiple podcasts in the community going now where people are talking about all kinds of things and it, it just and it keeps going yeah it keeps going like it doesn't we're not stopping you know we keep adding like more and more and more things and we've got the classes set up in the pixel discord now like there's just so much happening the class, that's, yeah. It, it's it's a different approach. It is a different approach. I, I I've actually been trying to find communities that do what we do, and I still haven't found one yet, where they're doing like they're trying to you know really bring everybody in and really get everybody involved and really educate and teach and helps help new streamers get off to a good start. And there's a lot to it. There is a lot to it. But there's just so much to be accomplished here in this space. And that's mm -hmm. truly like just my goal is like, as I continue to see like holes in the market, we try to fill them in a positive way and become a part of that space. 
right? Mm-hmm. That's why like marbles led to the classes and now the podcast. And it's just like continuing the conversation and keeping the information flowing outwards and whatever we're learning, we share with each other so much. And it's always being challenged by like, we're always yeah. challenging each other. Right. And being like, mm-hmm. is that right? Or does this, does this work properly? Does yeah. this work the way that it's supposed to? Or like, or what Spoo's doing with the with the community day, right? It's like changing things up and trying new mm-hmm. Grand Prix style events and seeing how that works. Yeah, and it, it makes it it makes all kinds of difference because we're we're also willing, like, if something doesn't work, to step back from it and go, "All right, we need to look at this a different way," you know, or we need right. to, we need to change it. And it's one of the other advantages too with that that really helps the community side is the game is under constant development. So there's always something every couple of months or actually every month, even with mid season updates, there's always some new, whether it's, whether it's massive or some little quality of life improvement, there's always something else to be looking forward to, you know? Yeah. So. Always trying to like always improve, right? Always improve mm-hmm. what we got as, as long as we're seeing marbles, like continue to hold people in their communities because it's, mm-hmm. it's a fun experience. Then we just keep leaning into it and keep, trying new stuff and poking around Keep this it fresh too if you're just continuously trying to brainstorm and think of new things and tweak events or tweak tournaments or just anything um just keeps it fresh yeah. and keeps other people thinking too because we're you know there's a lot of streamers within marbles in general so like if they're seeing all this different innovative stuff going on around them it's going to start ha- like making them think more of what you know what they can do to to be innovative as well you're already seeing it just with all the stuff that <clears throat> you know with the tournament kits that were released this season and people were really coming up with like ideas for it and then we're you know we're innovating on the tilted tournaments and we're doing podcasts and other events and the marble team it's just like there's so much and you know even mixing up on community day there's just like we're just constantly trying to keep things fresh and i think people seeing that in the community will also their brain you know their brains will just start thinking more about what they can do to to do more as well by seeing more yeah i mean like we're seeing it right with the the uh like tilted events run by shens mm-hmm. and, like other events run by streamers just trying new stuff and pit- pitching us good ideas basically yeah right right yeah <clears throat> um would you ever consider writing a book about your process how you came up with marbles twitch and everything oh, I, I haven't even read a book so it'd be tough to write one <laughs> <laughs> well you just sit you gotta hire somebody to type it out you just sit there and talk that's how these things work <laughs> you need a I'm ghost writer. And you write everything down you need a ghostwriter, mike that's that's how you do it uh <laughs> how about okay gjcs how about views from outside of twitch do these views still count uh what does direct mean in that category so we're not talking about your red number viewership we're talking about your stats that are in your back end of Twitch. Um, you can't focus on that red number. It's it's just not a gauge of what's going on. Definitely with like the way all the changes that they're going. Like we all know people play marbles on multiple streams. We know that Twitch ignores some of those views in the red number, right? So we just need to accept that that this game just doesn't one hundred percent work with the Twitch viewership system. There's always going to be not like viewers not being counted because people are enjoying themselves across multiple streams. And we see it because there's marbles on the track and there's marbles not Mm -hmm. on the track. 
I bet you it's happening in other streams. You just don't notice it because the names are not constantly being put on the screen and you're being like, oh, where's this person? Where's that person? Oh, why do I have this number? But I have this number of balls. Like, I hate that red number, man. It's crazy. They have that, I that hate red it. number. And I'll, I'll tell you what, like my streams have gotten so much more fun when I, since I stopped looking at that, like it just eats people alive. And I made a tweet about it a while ago and like people just really have a hard time turning that off. Right. Yeah. And yeah. not looking at it. I think you should have the option to turn it off, but it should start off. Yeah. 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 No, I, and I agree with that. I'm talking to more and more and more and more streamers now that aren't live monitoring their numbers anymore. They'll go look at it afterwards and see where the peaks and valleys were. And if something looks like an anomaly in their, like in their stats, right. they'll go to the VOD and look at the VOD and see like, like what they were doing at that moment. But to watch it live, it pulls away from your content. I finally turned mine off. It pulls away from your content. It's a distraction. It's cloud, yeah, it just clouds your brain. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like oh, it dropped to you know it it it, it I was at ninety and it dropped to seventy. Well, what happened? And then all of a sudden, and by the way, I can tell that they're having they're having some issues with those counts again because it's ninety and then it's seventy and then thirty seconds later it's up to hundred and ten and it's you're watching that going. This messes with you. This messes with you so much. Yeah. Yeah. You start microanalyzing, right? Oh, was it something I said? Right. Oh, there's a streamer I know, and he's been partnered for a while, and he literally just made a a tweet the other day about like, man, I wish I could turn off my viewer count, but I just can't do it. It's like, man, you've been streaming for so long, and it's been torturing you this for like for so long. Like, man. I mean, it took me a while to to figure out. I just need to turn that thing off. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, now that switch. Twitch made it able to turn the element off in your dashboard. Like you can get it out of there. Right. So now, so I did that. Now I don't, I don't even like, I don't even see it, the non-highlighted version of it. Yeah. If you get out of the routine of looking at it, it's, it's a good thing. It just changes your whole mindset. Your mindset will never get pulled in the direction of like, Oh, what did I do wrong there? And that's the worst thing to have that thought on stream. There's -hmm. nothing wrong with analyzing yourself afterwards and going, okay, what did I do here? What happened? Because then you're processing offline, not in front of potentially hundreds of people or thousands. Yeah. 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 Watch the VODs and then, you know, figure out what you can do better. I've been watching my VODs more this past week or two. And like, I, I said it to somebody. I don't like, I got, I got sucked into myself. I think it was you, Pixel. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got sucked into myself. And like, I was so happy about that. I was like, man, I'm enjoying watching myself holy crap <laughs> that's scary you like stream and then you watch your own stream you're like that's such yeah. a good show <laughs> yeah um will yeah. you make it easy sorry did you have something that you want no, to go, no, go okay. right ahead go right ahead i just had a side comment go for it will you make it easier for streamers to get official marble tournaments in the future seasons it was very hard to get it it's only going to get harder and honestly i don't know where tournaments are going um it's like i guess more of a development question but like i just I want I want to work with streamers who can come up with the events themselves and we'll just like kits won't be a thing. Like that's the I think that's the end goal is kits aren't a thing and people reach out to us and say I'd like to run this event. This is my framework. This is this is my promotional material. Do you want to be involved? Because that's what I have to do if I want to reach out to people and and get them to work with us is I have to like kind of pitch what I want them to do and like how I want them to be involved. And they might say yes, they might say no. I hear no a lot. 
-hmm. but hopefully we'll start <laughs> hearing some yeses. I'm just learning. I'm still learning this, but I know, I know that that is a better situation than just another tournament kit. If that makes sense. Spoo, yeah. Spoo and I were talking about tournament kits yesterday, the day before. Yeah. It's just like it feels <clears throat> stale, right? It's like the yeah. same thing like you said that. It, like it feels stale, and and I, I agree. It's just the same thing over and over. So like, why not lean into people who are creating unique events that stand out amongst the crowd? Yeah. But we have to get there. We have to teach. We have to learn mm -hmm. and like be patient. Like a year ago, it would have been. I wouldn't have even thought about saying, I'm going to wait for people to reach out to me and, and run an event because it was unheard of. Like nobody's going to do that. But now we started creating a conversation a year later. It's starting to happen now and it just takes time. Yeah. It's all about patience in this industry. Patience mm -hmm. and like learning accuracy. and understanding. Yeah. Because like you can't just be patient and not do anything. You have to look at what's going on around you and, and adapt and learn and, and grow. Yeah. Because there's people, you know, there's streamers out there who've been streaming for five years and haven't changed a thing. And, you know, they sit at five viewers right. for five years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or or what's worse is when they're, they're streamers that have actually, like, like had some, some serious success and they were getting themselves to the point where maybe they were hovering around, you know, 900 to 1,000. And to your point, Spoo, like, they kept doing the same exact thing. And all of a sudden, now they're back down to a hundred maybe mm -hmm. less in their streams like this is a it's an actual it's an actual phenomenon that's occurred because with the growth of the platform you know it's like what we talk about all the time like make a little improvement every week you know do make a little change do a little something like always be developing your content it should be constantly evolving and if the content stops evolving and you stop doing other things with it both on stream and off that's where you start to slide backwards because right. it's the same old, same old all the time. And that's not just your, your community's perception of what's going on. It's what's going on up here too. It's like, there should always be a little bit of nervousness. There should always be something a little bit fresh going on. Cause that keeps you really engaged as the streamer as well. Mm -hmm. Being excited about your own creations, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's like, I'm attacking everybody. But I mean, I was in that same boat. I streamed to 10 people for two years, you know? Right. You get, mm -hmm. you get stuck and you're like, you feel like you're helpless, right? Yeah. Because you're not studying the environment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, not, and that's the thing is like, not everybody can. Not everybody has the capacity to study the environment. It takes a lot. Like I've been on Twitch for, well, like full time for over two years now. And like, it took me a year to get a grip of what was going on, really. Like and emo, that, emotes like and stuff. Thing too. Just time. Like yeah. so many people have jobs, families, you know, whatever life is going on. And I'm definitely blessed to be able to spend. I could spend 16 hours on Twitch a day if I wanted to. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's it's fun. You know, whether it's whether it's about you know the time that you spend actually on Twitch with the community or whether it's the time you spend creatively developing and, and, and working, not just on Twitch, but uh, you know, other content that go along with it, whatever, I, I want to say whatever your bag is, you know, it it's, there's, there's so much to be done and so much that you can wrap up into, you know, into your content. And the great, the fun part for me is, 
you know, like I've gotten to that point now where it's like, I want it all. You know, I, I want to spend time developing off camera. I want to spend time with community building, which is really what you end up having to do. You know, you want to spend time community building, but I want to do it not just on my own. I want to do it with members of the community. You know, it's one of the things that I love about Marble Team so much is that like, like you have a group of people that get together and you're not just going out and, and talking to them as one individual, you're bringing a group with you. Yeah and hanging out mm -hmm. and that helps spur more conversation going on in the channels you're visiting. And yeah, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot. And you have to kind of choose your path too. like what's going to be best for you and what's going to be best for your content. And that, that's the part that not a lot of people can teach necessarily. They can teach you the concept, but you kind of have to figure out on your own, what's going to work best for what you want to do and how you want to build it. Right. With these podcasts and more teaching that we're doing, I've been, hearing myself say you can lead them you can lead a horse to water but you can't make them drink right it's just like mm -hmm. we we i want to provide all this information for people and all these mm -hmm. tools to use but like we can't make you do anything really right yeah it's yeah. up to you to take the take the reins and fight your own battle at, the, at that point mm -hmm. yeah but we're here to try and inform you as best as we can uh, got one more. Uh, are you guys worried about the age limit in your streams? Because I know a lot of families with kids watch Jamie's stream, and I know a few who make sure that if you're not old enough to let them know. I think Marbles is a great game to be family-friendly. I have a hard time doing that, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I do think it's a great a great game to be family-friendly in. Yeah, in the end, it's, it's the streamers to gauge their own content right and where it lives yeah. in the mature maturity scale and you know i i am i know i'm vulgar and i and i drink <laughs> but um i i don't try to do that during like bigger you know like community day bigger events i hold back a little bit uh but i mean if anyone's been to my stream they know that i can be a little vulgar and and edgy i guess um so yeah i mean that's that's something i'm working on too i don't want to be as much as i am these days so yeah yeah i i don't I, I don't worry about it at all x file to answer your question not for a single solitary second um but again you've been to my stream and you know i i run it i run it guarded in in that in that regard and i've come up with ways to that i feel we can still be adults but at the same time i don't have to worry about someone's three-year-old walking by the computer and hearing me say you know this or, or whatever you know like i've got i've got the blocks up for that kind of thing and it's really not x-file it's really not a problem unless somebody under the age of 13 has an account that's really the only time like for for terms of service purposes and all that that's really the only time it becomes a problem if an adult is watching and one of their kids is in the room that's up to the parent to take care of that um, if there's somebody, if I find that there's somebody on like in my channel or something like that, that is under age 13, then it becomes my responsibility to report, you know, but as far as being worried about it, not at all. I, and a matter of fact, I love the fact that we have such an incredibly wide demographic. I love the fact that, like, that too. <clears throat> to my knowledge that we've got people in stream with us at ranging anywhere from ages 14 to 15, all the way up into their seventies. It is the most diverse group of people that I think I've ever seen. And everybody gets together, hangs out, talks about whatever, as everybody's just coming together around the game in the community. 
And I think it's awesome that that everybody is that welcoming because it's not it's not something that it, it, having a wide demographic like that you it, you have some control over that with the game itself in terms of the appeal but as far as how the community interacts with each other and how everybody gets along and the fact that they actually like really gel that's up to the community to do that you can guide as the streamer you're the leader but as far as like how everybody really treats each other so the fact the community treats each other that well, that to me is a really significant point. Do you think the reasoning for that could be tied to the fact that we do have people of a really mature age? Because <clears throat> mature people, like an older crowd is more mature, right? They'll deal with situations in a little bit more mm -hmm. thought out manner, right? They might yeah. think things through rather than being emotional and acting out. Do you right. think that could be an impact? to why the community is the way it is? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that's got a lot to do with it because I know, and I know I'm not the only one. Um, I, I see a lot of, because they, because we do have streams that are more mature, they don't put up very long with, the only word I can really use right now is I want to say shenanigans, but somebody <laughs> comes in and starts acting up or trying to get a lot of extra attention or something like that. And everybody tires of it really, really quickly. I've been in a lot of streams where people will put up with that a lot longer than I've noticed in, in some of our streams, but it's like, and, and I, I'm not saying like people are getting banned even or timed out, but the streamers and the community are actually saying, look, like, look, you got to settle down a little bit. Like, that's not what we're about here. And that's, you know, you, we talk about teaching and that's something else that, that maturity brings with it is, is, is maturity generally lends to people being teachers, you know, willing to say kindly, you know, say, say, look, you need to, you need to back it down a little bit, you know, and, and it's, yeah, but I, I, I agree with that statement, Mike, I would absolutely agree with that, that it, that it does lend to that quite a bit. Yeah, because that's that's like not by design, that's by accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it really. With like the whole diversity thing in marbles, <clears throat> you know, since the beginning, I've always encouraged people to like check out other streamers as well, because I might not be their cup of tea, and like there's so many there's so many different people in this community. So mm -hmm. I just always, and I think people respect that too, like pushing people like hey don't you don't have to like love me and love my stream like there's lots of streamers out there right go yeah. check them out go give them some love see who you vibe with the best and like hang out with them it doesn't yeah. have to be me like don't feel bad for for maybe liking somebody better than somebody else it's just natural it's how humans work <laughs> yeah we want you to be happy we want you to have a good time you know so if you're not 100 percent happy here you know it's it's not it, we don't take it personal you know, it's not a personal thing. It's just when you shouldn't take it personal. And I think that's yeah. something that streamers really need to understand. Like no one's I mean, yeah, people might have that mentality of like, I got to get more viewers. I got to. How does this guy have more viewers than me and blah, blah. But that's just like, I don't know. That's not a good mentality to have. You should just you're in the same community just share. You know, like, we all love the game. We might have different personalities, but, mm -hmm. you know, we all uh we're all part of this community together. Yeah. So it's okay to not vibe exactly with somebody, but just don't spread the hate or anything. Right. Yeah. And we got, we were talking about this. We actually got into this conversation last night on my podcast when I was talking with um, Jay Mitch and we started talking about the different values that streamers bring. 
and by values there's there's a there's attractive values where maybe the streamer is more attractive there is relatable value which is always seems to be the number one that 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 the the viewer the community member actually relates to the streamer that they're watching and that seems to be like always the number one thing there's there's comedic value there's there's entertainment value there's all these different kinds of values you can bring um, but relatable is always number one. So again, Spoo, to your point, you're, if you've got relatable value, if that person actually, that community member actually identifies with you, they're going to hang with you a lot more because it's, it's, it's good friendship right. is really what it is. So, you know, everybody, everybody's bonded, everybody's connected. I've never seen a successful streamer that didn't have relatable value. They have other value. They might, you know, they're normally there's other values that go with it. But relatable value seems to have to be number one out of that entire list. And yeah, once you've bonded that way, it's a it's a very solid thing. Yeah, it's so pure. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not really answering development questions, Capool, but like maybe in the future, like the the track builder is gonna continue getting updated and we got plans for it, so keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> All right. Yeah. If you guys have any more questions, feel free to ask. I'm just sitting here thinking about how much mobile use is on my channel now. <laughs> and like, are, hmm. are you, are you during the podcast? Are you a little, little, little tied up in the analytics now? It's yeah. like, look at that. Yeah, it's like, this wow. is really my first time, like actually analyzing them or looking at them or like, what does my stream look like to all these mobile users mm -hmm. so what that's what's I going through your head make, yeah yeah what can i make like can i make a better stream experience because like 54 percent mobile users that's a lot it's a lot yeah yeah it, it does bring it into it does bring it into focus like you you know everything you do everything you do needs to keep mobile in mind and it needs to be big enough on the screen like anything you do like any alerts or anything like that if so if you want an alert to show it needs to really be able to show, you know, one of the, one of the key things that I'm working on right now is, is rebuilding out my alerts because so many things got goofed up with DMCA that like right now, like for my raids, it's this tiny little thing that pops up in the upper because it was designed for PC. It wasn't designed for that particular alert wasn't designed for mobile. So this tiny little thing pops up. You can't even read. Right. And so you have to change that you have to be and that's why like the other alerts the ones that i built out myself are actually bigger right you know it's mm -hmm. it's like that way they can they can get, see their name come across the screen they can you know they get to they get to share in the experience if you if you make things too tiny and you cut your mobile viewers out of that fun basically mm -hmm. as you know just like we're talking about right now there's over 50 percent of your community you know mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, it's just, I don't know, that struggle for me is interesting because I don't use Twitch mobile, like, ever. Mm -hmm. Once once a month, maybe, for, like, 10 minutes <laughs> if I'm not near my computer for whatever reason. Um, and I also i am not a fan of having a lot of stuff on my screen, so I make it small. So, like, I don't know, it's just, I'm, I'm just thinking about it, what what yeah. I can do, so. Idri's got an interesting point as well. If uh, If you go landscape on the phone... Your chat actually slides out and covers, I think, thirty-three percent of the screen. So right. if you have your camera, like I do, 
on the bottom right of the screen, you're actually getting cut off by the, by in mobile. Well, and like, I'm thinking about, okay, so you know how you see streamers with chat on their screen, right? Yeah. Like, that's a good thing for landscape watchers because, like, the chat, can, you can slide the chat away, I believe. Yeah. And then if the chat's on screen, like, you're, you can still watch chat. You might be, yeah. you won't be able to type unless you pull that thing back out. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's good for a mobile user, though, because it's so small. The chat is so yeah. small on the screen. Is it good having the chat on the screen? I've, I, I don't know. I've never even tested I think that. For some things, but. I think we, I, I we have it. We have it over there right now. As, as, right. And, for me, like I have, there's that one scene I have where the chat's on the screen. It's it to me that almost feels six on you know, you know like six on one hand, half a dozen on the other. Like I I don't really see advantages or disadvantages either way. Right. It's I nice for it's that scene that... swap that you do though, you know, because yeah. it's not there all the time. You just kind of go there before the races and stuff, and I think that's nice. To to me, visually, Spoo, a lot of that was just having a little bit of a, a, extra action on the screen while. Yeah while everybody was basically loading in. Cause that's right. the screen that's up while everybody's loading in. And then when we actually get to the next race, I'm going full screen with it. Well, that's you something know? I always thought was good in general. If you had a scene that before a race that people got used to, and then like they glance over at your stream or whatever, and they're like, oh, they're on, he's on that scene. That means he's like starting a race. I always thought that mm -hmm. was a, that was a good thing to do. I've, I don't think I've ever done it, but I always yeah. found that to be useful to people who are like multitasking marbles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the you other have the thing, thing you say before the race, then you have the scene as well. Right. Yeah. And the other thing you got to keep in mind too, you know, like he, he dream makes a, a great point with that at the same time though, like like the way when I when I did the new setup where I actually got rid of the green screen and started using the lighting and all that, one of the one of the biggest battles that you fight, and this isn't just marbles, this is any game, is your camera placement versus everything that's going on on the screen, on top of trying to keep the the technical limitations in mind, with like when you're talking about mobile, especially like with with Twitch Mobile, like there is a way that you can have the chat up still on the one side of the screen and still see the entire screen, but not everybody knows like like where to tap and how to tap to to make that happen. It's it's actually kind of a pain in the neck. So, but if I move my camera, say over to the left side of the screen, then I'm blocking the cards. And mm -hmm. that's, so that's another thing that you gotta keep in mind because the cards actually come out further out on the screen now and I don't want to be blocking that either because people are having fun decorating those cards, getting the pins in there. They love seeing the stats pop up, things like that. So I don't want to have my big bald head in the middle of that either. Is it possible you know? to make that, that thing like movable? You just move it wherever you want? <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day we could have movable, movable elements for you sure. You know, it pops up and you just kind of move it to wherever yeah. your head isn't blocking yeah. it. The only problem is like you have to, we would have to just program the animation to be dynamic. Because right, because right, the animation slides out from the left. So, like, let's say you moved it to the right, right, it would still slide out from the left. Right. Yeah. With like a hard coded yeah. animation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not complaining about placements or anything like that. It's just that that's, that's, those are the things you've got to keep in mind. Right. It's like, you right. know, would it be great to move over to the other side? Well, yeah. But then are you blocking something? You know, right. or, or it's one of the reasons now, honestly, why even with, with this lighting and all that, that I'm, I've actually went and washed my green screen and I'm starting to build out green screen scenes again. You washed because it? Because using the, what was that? You say washed it? I washed it, yeah. 
It so, needed to be washed. My green screen needed to be washed. It was dirty. It was dirty. It was very dirty. It was very, very dirty. It How did your green dead. screen get dirty? What are you doing to it? It's hanging. Because it hangs down. Because it hangs down to the floor and it gets dirty. Sometimes at the he just turns it. around and green spit. screen. Yeah. It's gonna spit. How does it how does it get dirty? We'll talk off we'll talk <laughs> off camera about that. No, it really it it did. It was the cause the green screen I have, the smaller one, to be honest. Like the one I was using before was my bigger one, my my 10 foot. In this studio space, I don't have as much room. The six foot hadn't quite been treated as well as the 10 foot had. So yes, I needed to wash it. It was loaded with cat hair and all kinds of other stuff. My cats tried to turn it into a bed at one point. And but anyway. The point is though that you know I'm I'm going to start building out some some green screen scenes again because you can still be you can still be you and 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 be full size but you can move yourself more places because it's not an entire box now 16 by 9 box that's blocking it you have more real estate to work with basically yeah. so that's what it became for me is just getting that boxiness out of the way because it just didn't it didn't feel like it added anything to the stream so i wanted to get rid of it yeah it was a while back yeah. but yeah that's that's the benefits of the green screen mm -hmm. yeah and green screens uh, honestly green screens are more fun to play with of course there's there there is more you can you can do with them and don't get me wrong i love i love being able to play with the lighting and creating that that dj-esque kind of scene and all that but i have so many ideas now where if i had the boxiness gone I could implement and that's where the green screen is going to come from so awesome yeah i think all three of us are definitely green screen partial but i see the value in in like having a a setup you know you see some nice setups with like really good rooms with, with nice backgrounds oh, yeah, yeah. And like look cool and stuff and oh yeah and yeah. like having like what's behind me right now, like like there's there's certain things that you want to do that a green screen doesn't work for, like having this black screen behind me. It looks really mm -hmm. good. It looks yeah. It has a, it it gives nice color. It absorbs the light. And when it comes to the reason I got this to begin with was blur. Right. Having a black screen instead of a green screen it makes the camera do less work. It makes the effects and all that a hundred times easier to work with. Ah. So, but that's why I also developed a system where it's just on a curtain rod and it's real easy for me to take it down and switch from the green to the black to the blue to whatever I want to do. When are you going to so. get the button to go? Buzz. Oh, that's <laughs> when I've got the money. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some of those setups are really nice where you can just click a button and first it's a black screen and it slides back up and there's a green screen option and they're yeah. expensive though they're oh, for they sure. are expensive it's like automatic blinds basically but they're really nice yeah absolutely um yeah free coins there's lots of ways community day today at noon mm -hmm. with they'll start off with standard damage and then it'll go to spoof i'm totally pointing in the wrong directions but hey <laughs> mm -hmm. these guys these guys yeah, are doing is, stuff let's see this Am I pointing this way? I think so. No, this way, <laughs> this way. So here, here first, and then, and then I, then I'll take everybody over to see this guy. Yeah, over there, not me. Over, over there. there. Yeah, not, not, yeah, not Mike. That, yeah, Spoo. I'm taking everybody over to Spoo. But yeah, every single race is for coins or uh, skin. You can win stuff every Friday. These guys work their asses off on Fridays, handling 500 mm. plus people. And um. And am I am I allowed to talk about early the 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 fact that the retro marbles changed today? The what? Are we allowed to talk about that? That the retro marbles changed today? The retro marbles changed. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Oh, okay. Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. This, the Dev V4s are coming back. Yeah, the ones that, the, the marbles, everybody, the ones that you always ask me about, like what marbles glow the most, like in the black light cameras and when you use higher blooms, things like that. The Dev 4s are amazing for that. The Dev 4s are, I used to, when I used to do the plur streams, I would load the screen up with Dev 4 marbles because they they have that amazing swirl, that colored swirl that goes through them and they and they just glow. It is hard to see the colors on the Dev 4s with some cameras, so don't hesitate to ask us if you need to know what color is where on the right side of the screen. We'll happily answer that for you. But it's Dev 4s today, so. Oh, Agent, you're right. You're right. Here come the jokes. You're right. Uh -oh. I should have done a video on that. I should have done a video on that. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Pedri says he loves the new system. Yeah, I like uh, I like doing the doing the Grand Prix. Um, I just feel bad. Like I I just feel bad because I I want people to get used to you know having to reach out at the end again. I think people have gotten used to just picking the ball to win, and they know, and they know that. And I also yeah. I feel like I feel like four was too much. I did four last time, so I'm just trying to find the the right balance of it but spreading the word and letting people know that these are now a thing like i'm at least going to do one every single week um so feel like people will catch on yeah yeah and i'm i'm still doing old system for the time being everybody i'm sticking with the you win what you race kind of thing and and once once spoo is done like experimenting and he and he comes to me and says I really like this. I really like this way of doing it. <laughs> then I'll, you know, then we'll we'll talk and we'll we'll do a switch up so it's consistent across both streams. But right now, yeah, I'm still I'm still old schooling it for the time being. We have some there are some other changes coming up the road too that I'm gonna be interested to see how that changes the dynamic. Anything mm -hmm. that allows me to focus more on all of you where I'm not as worried about the logistics of using the spreadsheet, things like that, is gonna be always be a welcome change. You know, so there's there's improvements coming, guys, but it's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take a little bit of time. Let us figure out the best way to do this where we can spend the most time with all of you and talking with you and, and hanging with you. And it's like we talked about at the beginning, at, you know, right at the beginning of the podcast. You know, there's always little developments, improvements and changes we can make. And we're going to keep working on that. Um, Tiger Lady says only GPs in the future at Com Day. Any not sure if I understand the question, but if you're asking, am I only going to do Grand Prix? No, I'm going to do one to three Grand Prix per week and then a bunch of races just like Jamie's doing. You know, you, you choose. It'll probably be in between. Like, I'll do a Grand Prix, then a couple races, a Grand Prix, a couple races type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it breaks up the, the stream as well, right? Like, yeah, so it's just the right. same thing over and over. It's good. Yeah. Um. You want to hear this random idea I came up with last night? Or I thought of? Yeah. yeah. What if, like, when we redo the map builder, that mm -hmm. every time a record is set on a map, it gives you coins. It gives the streamer coins. And then every time it goes further and further in the record for the season, it, it goes up. 
Oh, <laughs> and it would only so you're create a world record grind. <laughs> That's, oh man! Like and and obviously, if there's already world record, it becomes harder and harder, right? Like you see less and less mm-hmm. re- records as you go through the season. Well, and we've already got we've already got a safeguard built in from people trying to run the same map over, 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 over again. Right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, like that, yeah. And then that system layered with the system where streamers can remember we were talking about how streamers can equip or like do a tournament and then give away stuff from their inventory right so that would be the incentive is like streamers and their community can go around racing and getting world records and accumulating coins on the streamers account and then the streamer can go to a tournament or whatever and give those coins back out yeah i think it'd be so cool i was just like trying to brainstorm the way everything kind of like works right now and try to like see if we can incentivize these kinds of actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that would be incredible though. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. And again, the safeguards are already built in for that kind of thing too. So I don't know, something a little more, like a little more celebration when something like that happens, would, that doesn't hurt a thing. Cause people get really excited when they get a new record. Right. Well, I've been that, watching you know? a lot of Trackmania recently. Just kind of like, I love the look of it now. Yeah. The look of track, like that game. And they mm-hmm. just updated it. And what it seems like the flow of the game is, is you kind of go through and you try to like set these records and then move on, right? And move, go to the next map and then learn yep. that map, get the record and oh, then yeah. move on. And I just like the idea of like hunting records. And I was like, yeah. oh man, how can we like create that same feel with marbles? I know people already do that, but I was like, how can we do that mm-hmm. like as a community? Yeah. Right. Well, and that's probably what kind of sparked the idea because you see people doing it already. No, yeah. actually, Hedri, it would be a thing for community maps. It would be all maps in the game. And the idea is with the new upload system is if we charge for an upload. So we charge like I'm thinking like a, a PVP coin to upload a map. And it's just a one time charge. It uploads the map. If you want to take it down, you take it down and it's gone. And then you got to pay again to upload again. And the map builder will be free for all, but you need to pay to upload. And it's just one PvP coin to upload. And so, like, there's a spend, and then there's also a give back. That's the idea, right? You pay to upload, mm-hmm. and then people can play the maps, earn records. And let's say it's the first record, you would get one coin. But let's say it's the third record, maybe you get three coins from that record. And it goes up the deeper you go. So if it's the 20th record of the season on that track, maybe you get 20 coins. And so you can start, like, hunting these these records yeah communities i think it'd be i think it'd be really fun but this is a big system that needs to be dev out it's just an idea right now yeah yeah no that would be uh, no that would be really cool that would be really really cool um i want to address what capital said uh like are you, i think you're talking about community today like doing doing more varied type things i think the only issue with that is like with community day even just switching to doing um some grand prix here and there it's just it's hard to to get i feel like it's hard to get everybody on board like with so many people and new people coming in i think consistency is important um not that it wouldn't we would never like maybe switch things up but that's why i'm trying to make the grand prix like a set thing that i do every single week just so people get used to it it stays consistent it's it's five races top 25 at the end like i just want to keep that all consistent and switching things up all the time is it's going to confuse people yeah i'm already feeling it just from doing the grand prix like you know just trying to get everybody to understand and be on board with it yeah, any any changes that we do to those systems needs to be slow, gradual, and and tested several times over because 
you can create situations like like there's all kinds of obstacles we've run into like i'll i will occasionally get asked like why we do things in a certain way and and why like we i follow this very rigid routine while while community day is happening and all that and it's simply again like it like spoo just said confusion you know and you have people that like want to race but they're not a hundred percent into the stream and if you have to call them out and ask them a question like when, when we come across a map where the marbles go flying out of the basket and I can't go look at those marbles to see what somebody chose. You can actually tie up a stream and end up doing less races because you're trying to get people to respond to you so that you can get them the proper prizes and all that. And yeah, it gets, it gets tricky. If you fall too far out of routine where everybody, you know, where everybody is gelling, you cause all kinds of hiccups, skips, interruptions. It it gets tough. It gets right. tough. There's a reason why most tournaments and all that are very rigid. And it's for that reason. It keeps everybody in a certain routine. Think about what happens. You know, and I know it's a big joke for in in, in actually in both spoos in my stream, but when we get to the end of a Grand Prix and everybody's entering play. I'm and, getting everybody to type debated instead yeah. of fight them with the debateds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just I just I just stop the music and everything and get up into the big screen and I just stare at them like this. Yeah. <laughs> and just let it, you know, and I tell everybody, don't say anything. Like you like you call it out. I'm like, don't say anything. Let's just watch everybody. Let's see how many we get this time, you know? <laughs> so and it's fun. We have fun with it. And we, you know, and again, we know you guys aren't bots, by the way. Right. You know, it's it's yeah. just that it, it's just that it's it's that but that speaks to that. It's we everybody gets into a routine. It's like, oh, here comes the next race. I know what marble I'm entering with. I know which one I want to win. Boom, 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 boom. And it just, it, it keeps it that way. And that's one of the reasons why, again, things stay a little more rigid on community days because we want to make sure that we're, we're taking care of you. We want to make sure we minimize issues with people getting the right prizes. And right now, again, we're still dealing with the spreadsheet. And as yeah. long as that remains a factor, uh, that's an extra little complication that we have to take care of on top of making sure that we have the four to 600 people in there with us, you know, making sure that, that things are staying really warm and really friendly and we're just right. in there having a good time with everybody. And I just, so. I just randomly thought as well, looking at anything past um, the top 10 is, is difficult. Yeah. Cause yeah. now you're going to find 11th place in the bucket full of people and see what ball they had you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get the automated system in to help you guys. Mm. Yeah. Days are getting yeah, big. If, yeah. If it's an automated system, it'll be it'll just be amazing, right? Because yeah. oh yeah, like if I do the Grand Prix, take the top twenty five, boom, y'all get a coin. All right, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, and and this was the way we did it. Like it wasn't such a big deal when it was, you know, a hundred to three hundred marble or you know, yeah. hundred to two ninety nine, because you're just hunting down first and second, and you were able to move on right away. Now we're looking at first, second, third, fourth, sometimes first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, in some mm -hmm. cases. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a growing pain. It's a good problem to have. You know, it's it's nice that we've gotten to this size that we now have to look at some of these things a little bit differently. So it's it's not like a, a, it's considered a problem. It's just that yeah, now that we we're at this point, now we have to look at things a little bit differently and figure out how we want to handle it. But, it's growing pains. It's like reaching yeah. your plateau, right? Yeah. It's like community day kind of is kind of like reaching its plateau. It needs to be adapted. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like streaming in general, you reach a point and it's like, all right, I gotta 
figure out the next move to accommodate more people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. On that note, we are at time for the podcast. Thanks so much for coming out and getting involved in the discussion. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for coming out. And, uh, yeah, we got Community Day at noon, so check in with that. We'll be hosting, but it'll be uh, Standard Damage taking the lead, as always, and then heading over to Spoo at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, what else do we got going on this weekend? We got tournaments. We got tournaments, period. Yeah. <laughs> period. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see you guys in a bit. I'll be around. I'll be around as well. I will too. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll all be there. We'll all be around. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, guys. All right, guys. Thanks for care. coming out, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye.